0: What's up, everybody? We have 10 minutes here. We got Jimmy and Mark on the mic on this side of the table, and across the table, we have Adrian, who is coming to us from Vortex Edge. And uh, that is, for those of you not aware, that's kind of the training division of Vortex Optics. We've got a sweet facility here. And uh, Adrian, your head instructor down there, you come up with a lot of the curriculum. You guys do stuff with carbines, long range, and pistol is a big element of that. And uh, one of the courses that you guys do that I really love is this red dot transition. Uh, essentially for those people who are going from the traditional iron sights and they're they're adopting the red dots on top of a pistol. It's a very new thing for many people, but it is gaining incredibly in popularity. And when it comes to the setup in that, like actually putting the red dot on your pistol, that we still know is very much the Wild West as of right <laughs> now at the time of this recording. There's a million and one different pistol platforms out there and ways to mount various different red dots to those pistol slides, even sometimes the frame and it hovers over the slide. I mean, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, a lot of people will bring up the question, or I think maybe a lot of the, uh, uh, reasons why there are so many different mounting methods and and something that people pay a lot of attention to is the height of the red dot at the end, once it's finally been mounted and once they start using it. And, um, you know, I always thought it was maybe kind of a personal preference thing, or maybe there was like a certain thing you had to achieve the lowest possible sight height. Adrian, you've got some thoughts around it. So I'll let you kind of dive in on, on that a little bit.
1: Yeah. It's one that we hear frequently. People ask about it and just cut into the chase. For the most part, I I really don't think
0: it matters a whole lot. <laughs> you even even beg the question: uh, Why are we doing this yeah. ten minute talk yeah. today? And so. in this, our shortest ten minute talk ever. <laughs> yeah, two yeah, minute okay. talk. You guys, go grab a beer. We got eight minutes left. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, like you said, a lot of people, and I think it's for reasons of there's presentation that gets brought into the mix, and then also. The, the question of co-witnessing I know a lot of people still bring up too sure. Um, you brought up an interesting parallel that we have in pistols to actually the carbines and red dots that we see on AR15s and similar platforms how those kind of started out pretty high and they went down people got real concerned with co-witnessing and now we see them going back up to higher heights um, you know and then and then with pistols here you know people were getting them really low but then I've seen a lot of people now starting to not even worry about things like their co-witness, the iron sights, or so much of the, of the sight height. And, and why is that? Like, what's, what's, what was the advantage people were seeking with this lower height, and, and how can you not really have any issues with that when you go sure. to a higher red sure. dot sight height?
1: Well, there's, there's a couple of issues we got to look at when we look at sight height, height over bore, right? The first thing we want to look at is what is our mechanical offset. So basically, you know, my whether it's a pistol or a rifle, I zero it at a certain distance, and that's where the bullet intersects my line of sight. Right, so it's really less of an issue on a on a pistol. If I measure, you know, kind of my uh, optical center here to center of the bore, you know, I'm looking on this one. This has got a Viper and a Glock uh, 17 MOS. We're about three quarters of an inch. Okay, it's about a bullet diameter above the center of your bore. So when we're looking at mechanical offsite with a pistol um, and how off. That round, that point of impact is going to be from our point of aim. It's really negligible, for the most part. It's within most
0: shooters' margin of error. Okay? Yeah, with a with something that's mounted onto the frame.
1: Yeah, yep. So now we're starting the frame, the, the
0: slide. Yeah, exactly.
1: For a slide, slide mono reciprocating um, optic. So that's one issue. Okay. The other issue that I hear brought up, people um, think that well, it, you know, it's affecting my presentation, and I have so many thousands of reps presenting a pistol with iron sights. And then they transition over to a red dot optic and they have problems finding that dot. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times people equate uh, or or they diagnose problems with their presentations as uh, the fact that their optic is sitting a little bit higher than what they're used to on the iron sights. And and I don't Mm -hmm. believe that's true. I think what's happening is with iron sights, as you're presenting your pistol, you can start seeing those iron sights in your peripheral vision. In fact, you have to perform a focal shift from your target to your iron sights. So when people are presenting their pistol and uh, it's a little kittywampus, it's a little off, right, they can adjust that aim as they're finishing their presentation and getting up on target. With a dot, you have to, or you're supposed to maintain target focus, and you don't have uh, the same references, or you shouldn't have the same references, your iron sights, as you're presenting that dot. So even if your uh, wrist position or something like that is a little bit off and you've now turned that window up, down, left, right a little bit, even if you have the pistol at the right height, you might not be seeing that dot. So I think what's happening is people are oftentimes saying, well, the reason I am not finding my dot is because my it, it sits higher than my iron sights. And I, just, mm-hmm. I haven't seen any evidence to suggest that's true. So like
0: mechanically, it's more likely a different style of presentation then? Is that what I'm getting? Like, you're going to do things a little bit differently, perhaps? Or yeah, not?
1: you're going to do things differently in where your focus is, primarily, where your eyes your eyes are. I think the mechanics of it are, for the most part, the same. Oh, okay. Now, at some point, you know, we look at, uh, like, uh, USPSA shooters who are shooting open division, right? And they may have a optic mount mounted to their frame that then moves that dot quite a ways above the slide. Mm-hmm. They're obviously going to have that higher offset, and now their pistol position might be a little bit different. But obviously, I mean, those guys shoot really good. There's mm-hmm. grandmaster open shooters shooting with those dots, and they have been for 30 years. So, yeah. I, I think generally speaking, people equate uh, the errors in their presentation, and they look for equi- right. equipment to blame.
0: They're, exactly, and that and I mean that's something that I've experienced too. When I first shot a pistol with a red dot on it, very like you know, we came with some red dots that were effective and, and useful on pistols. Mounted up, and I was instantly like, "How the heck are you supposed to do this?" I mean. Everyone that I've seen, the first time they grab one, they raise up the pistol, and it instantly—it's this. All of a sudden, they're twisting their wrists around, and they're looking at different things, and they're moving their head up and down, and it's a bit frustrating because you're like, "Well, this red dot's supposed to make my life easier," but actually, I can't even see the dang thing. Yeah, and that's just something. I mean, it's something you got to get used to. But like you said, Adrian, it, do people actually, oftentimes, maybe have more errors in their presentation that they can maybe be getting away with? with iron sights because you can see your iron sights all the time so you just always kind of know where they are about so you can make those micro adjustments before you're actually even necessarily yeah focusing I, I on mean, aiming
1: absolutely as i said you know you're you're starting off with a target focus with iron sights and then as you're finishing your presentation you're shifting your focus back so you're picking up your iron sights you know before your your pistol is in its final firing position with a red dot you just don't have that same kind of uh, a margin uh, mm-hmm. To do that, you you wind up picking the dot a little bit later up in the presentation, uh, i found personally, than with iron sights. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Um, and as I said, the pistol, you know, I can take a uh, an iron sighted pistol, present it, and uh, you could put a, a red dot pistol in my hand, and, and the the position of the gun is going to be exactly the same. Like, I might just have a little, very slight, different bend in my wrist or something like that, just to get that optical window squared up to my eye. Mm-hmm. I will
0: say, I mean, I fall into that camp of... Making that transition with the limited amount of, I guess, iron and and red dot shooting, I experienced going back to what you were saying there, Jim. As far as like in the beginning, you're like, oh, you know, where the hell is this thing? And then by the end of it, you just kind of get it down, and you're like, oh, I can see the dot every time now, pretty much. You know, right? Yeah, it's not even. I mean, you do it a little bit. Even it doesn't take a ton, and you it almost becomes a non. Right. Like you don't even necessarily think about it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now I think where maybe optical height or overall whether it's height or overbore or just the size of the optic can matter, is that when you do have an optic that sits a little bit lower, I think it's a little bit easier to find more options for backup iron sights. Mm-hmm. Um, the higher you know it gets, the higher the body gets. Well, now you're kind of stuck finding a taller iron sight, and I, I just think there's less of them out there, i found. With those higher, uh, generally speaking, heights. especially sure. then if you
0: have a pistol with some super goofy, uh, you know, dovetail cut for the rear sight, or yeah, you know, exactly. Uh, but I mean, for
1: me, basically, if it fits in a holster, the holster that I'm using, that's that works for me. Yeah. Um, some people get really wrapped up. Even, uh, well, I, I don't want to shoot an MOS uh, Glock. I would rather have um, a regular Glock that then I send off to get milled because that optic's going to sit a little bit lower. And I mean, we're talking about a tenth maybe a quarter of an inch here difference. So people are really splitting
0: hairs over stuff that I think just doesn't matter. Pretty tiny. What do you think, I mean, in regards to co-witnessing with a pistol? I mean, this is a whole nother talk in and of itself, but is that something that somebody should be just super concerned with? And if not, or if so, are there certain scenarios where maybe it is more so than others? Or
1: Well, my belief is you're switching to an optic, so you have uh, target-focused, uh, wide-open, fast sight picture, right? So the more stuff you have cluttering that optical, uh, your sight picture, I think the slower and more distracting it's going to be. So personally, uh, I like to run uh, straight black iron sights, and I like to run them basically as low as I can, definitely in that bottom third of the window. Okay. And it's the same thing with my rifle. Right? The mm-hmm. whole reason I'm going to a red dot, I want a, a fast, easy-to-see uh, sight picture, target-focused. And when you start putting, like some people put fiber optics here, night sights, taller, you know, absolute co-witness sights... It's just more stuff for your eye to get drawn to and to focus on instead of your target. Yeah, so you're not trying to get that
0: dot to line up exactly with your sights. No,
1: in fact, right, you're taking, with iron sights, you have like a three focal plane solution, right? Your target, front sight, rear sight, and then aligned with your eye. With the red dot, we're trying to make a single focal plane firing solution, target and the dot. Now, if I'm trying to line it up, I've just created a four focal plane solution, target, front sight, dot, rear sight, all lined up with my eye. I'm greatly complicating things when I'm actually trying to do the opposite. So right. it's a lot going on. You hear you hear a lot of advice sometimes, uh, for guys who are new, starting off with red dots. Well just line up your irons and then you'll find your dot. I think it's terrible advice. Um <laughs> it, it, it starts people, it, it builds bad habits. Like it's it it's complete opposite reason why you're going to
0: a red dot. So mm-hmm.
1: just learn to present the pistol in the right manner it just takes a lot of repetitions
0: yeah but for you it's that you do still at least like to have something there as irons that are just they're out of the way enough but you can just kind of sort of barely use them in that worst case yeah. scenario where you know a red dots battery dies when you least expected it or whatever else crazy yeah they're, throws at it they're
1: mechanical devices and i mean i don't care who's making them like uh they're subject to a lot of force on those slides you know nothing nothing mechanical nothing electronic lasts forever so you know i I want to have some type of backup there on this pistol.
0: Mm-hmm. So, cool. Yeah, sweet. Well, that's we did pretty good on this one, Mark. I almost feel weird that we're only like barely two minutes over. Uh, but you, yeah, that's what do you want to talk about? <laughs> yeah, let's just keep going. <laughs> um, but no, that's that's good stuff, Adrian. Appreciate it. Like we said, uh, Vortex Edge, that's something where we really got those pistol transition or the red dot pistol transition courses. And uh, again, we see it all the time. If you're somebody out there who is getting into the red dot on a pistol sort of game so to speak don't feel discouraged if it feels funny at first um it's uh it's a learning curve like it was probably when you first started learning to shoot with your irons so yeah that's just that's totally normal it goes with uh it goes with the territory but man once you get using these things and you get used to it they are pretty slick yep cool all right well thanks everybody catch you on the next one bye bye